Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thanks, Anna. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Minister's Friend Podcast. I'll never forget my first cross-cultural ministry trip. I led a small team from my congregation to work with some missionaries we supported in Japan. It was a life-changing experience and was the first of nearly 20 short-term trips that I would lead over the next two decades. As we sat in that little Japanese church in Nikatsu, praying and getting ready for our first day of ministry, one of the missionaries prayed that we would never be the same. That turned out to be the understatement of the millennium. As we continue our conversation with Josiah Kimball of the action sports ministry JSAW, we're going to talk about two critical things. International ministry through action sports that is reaching teens around the world, and also the one thing on which all teen ministries today must focus, identity. I'll have more to say after this segment. Let's jump back into my conversation with Josiah. Now, in a previous conversation you and I had, we talked about how JSAW actually is uh, connected internationally. Talk a little bit about that. It's not just the United States, but you've got impact around the world. Yeah, so JSAW itself um, is not necessarily just tied to Help Board Shop. Help Board Shop is a shop. JSAW is a ministry. And as such, JSAW operates like any other ministry. We do missions trips. We do conferences, like I guess we participate in conferences. We don't lead any. Mm-hmm. Um, we have influence uh, with the other action sports ministries all around the world. Our leader Johnny is actually a part of a ministry called Axe that is known as a resource, not a ministry. That all the other action sports ministries all over the world can tap into and like see. Uh, I'm going through this situation. Okay, this person's done it before. This is how they're doing nice. it. And then I can tap into that. And yeah. he's he's uh, at the head of that. Um, we actually have a, co- a summit for that in Japan this summer. Wow. Um, beyond that, Johnny Nelson himself and his team over the years have built skate parks in different places all over the world. In Cairo, Egypt. In Panama. In India in Dubai, um, and others, I'm sure, probably one or two others that he'll get on me for not remembering. <laughs> but um, yeah, and what that does basically is action sports exist all over the world, whether you think so or not. Mm. If you don't see it, it's because they don't want you to see you, mm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes like they don't have like the greatest city support, and so we go down there, we partner with uh, either a ministry or a city site or something and we can put together a skate park for them and then there's their spot that they can ride and not be out in dangerous areas or whatever they can stay at the at the parks we build so now just this year you went on an international trip with jsaw i did say talk a little bit about that i went to brazil um 
we have a guy who uh, is very much a friend of the shop and the ministry. His name is Marcel, and he grew up in Curitiba, Brazil. And I had the opportunity to see where he grew up, um, see his hometown, his home church, which I found out like five or six pro skateboarders from Brazil attended the church at the time he did. Um, and also uh, travel over to a neighboring city, Sao Paulo, which is like a bigger capital city and partner with a ministry there called Christian Skaters that have built a ministry called the Skate House. Mm. Um, and that is a place of lodging for anyone who needs it. Um, they get in contact with the right people and then Skate House gives them a key. There's a bed for them to sleep in out of the rain. And um, if they do ride, there's a park in the back that they can travel in. Um, but through that, we did outreaches at local parks. We did competitions where we gave away uh, skateboards or product. And we also did uh, some ministry through finding out who really needed a new board, like a chipped up piece of junk, and gave them something brand new because skate gear costs a lot more money outside of the U.S. than it does mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, um, Getting back to our, our topic of reaching youth... Um, as you've done this ministry, and granted, your your context is mainly the inner city of Minneapolis, that that general area. But what are you seeing? What are the the main issues you're seeing youth face today? Well, the biggest thing I think youth is facing today is identity crisis. Um, there are so many people out there telling you what you can be, what you can't be, telling you what you should be. And getting after you if you aren't. Mm. And uh, as a teen myself, I dealt with a lot of peer pressure, a lot of pain through that. And kids today want to be top. They want to be cool. But the reason they really want to do that is because they want to be noticed. And if mm. they are noticed by doing something stupid or by doing drugs or by pouring their time into a sport where they get super, super good then that's what they're going to do, and nothing's going to stop them. Mm. Not school, not the law, nothing. Um, and what they need to realize uh, is that if their identity is in Christ, Christ loves them for who they are and will support them in that, and out of that will come love instead of pain. Mm. Um, because even the guys I work with, Guys I've seen at the places I've traveled from Brazil to uh, I had an opportunity to go to Israel many years ago to uh, right here in Orlando, Florida. I've been out to the parks and towns around here. That's what youth are struggling with. They're struggling with who they're supposed to be. Mm. And a lot of them have an idea of what they're supposed to be. And then their parents don't back them on it. And so they push back. And that's where you get rebellion. Wow. Wow. So when it comes to identity, and, and I love that you, you name that specifically, they got to have their identity in Christ. Um, why do you think local churches are struggling so much to help youth today find their identity in Christ? I think that local churches are struggling because they're trying too hard. Hmm. And what I mean by that is you got to understand these teens are who society has made them to be. They're not going to change overnight. They're not going to change at a youth group where you 
put Billy Graham on the screen. They're not going to do that. What they're going to do, what they need to do, is build relationship with the base there. You let them be them. Don't force them to be something else. They'll begin to trust you. They'll begin to listen to you. And they'll want to know more of what you have to say, which will then lead you into the possibility of opening them up to Christ. Wow. So it it sounds like we're following the Jesus model here. Accept them where they are. Exactly. And then lead them to where they they need to be. Um, Do you feel, and please be honest on this, I mean, our our audience appreciates that. Um, Do you feel like churches maybe are too judgmental of teens today? You know, you said answer honestly. <laughs> that's uh that's that's a hard one for me to say, but yes. Um I was raised in the church. I was raised as a part of the church family, so I never saw this until I put myself outside of the church family through mm. my own struggles. But yes. Um Youth pastors, you may look cool in your jeans and your boots and your fancy hairdos, but what the teens are really looking for is relationship. Mm. And you can put on the best music, you can buy the best setup, you can have the best guitarist, but if you're not listening to them, they're not going to listen to you. Wow. Wow, that's that's a, a pretty big word, Josiah. Thank you for that. I love that JSAW has a global focus. While many of us see the desperate need in our own backyards, Jesus gave his church a global commission. Short-term missions outreaches like the ones JSAW conducts in partnership with local ministries around the world have real kingdom impact. Short-term missions outreaches reach people, sometimes people the local groups cannot reach on their own. Short-term missions outreaches empower the local or indigenous workers for their mission. And... Short-term missions outreaches provide equipment, resources, and labor that can catapult local ministries in other parts of the world forward in their ministry success. After a short-term trip I led years ago, the missionary in charge told me that the impact of our eight-member mission team's work for 14 days on the ground advanced his ministry by more than two years. In our talk, Josiah noted that the biggest youth ministry issue today is the colossal identity crisis they face. This is not just a youth issue, by the way. Josiah said that society tells young people who they are, who they can be, who they can't be, who they should be. Let's face it, much of the utter confusion we see in the youth of today rests on identity bewilderment. They're trying to figure out who they are, but most do so without the anchor of Christ in their lives. They seek their uniqueness in clothing, in hairstyle, in artistic expression, pushing gender norms, experimenting with drugs, aberrant behavior, and more. We've all been there to some extent, but most of us as adults were not immersed in a culture like today's. We said it last week, churches that want to reach today's young people need to have a missionary mindset. They need to go where the youth are and enter into their culture in appropriate ways to build trust relationships, or they will never reach their hearts with the gospel. It starts with real, lasting, faithful relationships. Only then can we win the passport to speak to the deepest parts of their heart on identity. 
We continue the discussion on trusted relationships next time. And on a related programming note, we'll be following our current series of interviews with a conversation with Johnny Nelson, the founder and executive director of JSAW, in just a few weeks. That's coming up on The Minister's Friend. Thanks so much for letting others know about the podcast. You know we don't advertise, so your recommendation to friends, family, and other people in ministry is the only way that we expand our reach. If you find the Minister's Friend podcast to be a blessing, would you please take some time right now and subscribe on whatever platform you listen? Subscribing to our podcast actually helps us a lot. And if you're so inclined, please also consider leaving us a review. I'm glad you were with us for today's episode. I hope that this ongoing emphasis for 2020 on reaching youth will really be helpful to you and your church. Thank you for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimble.com. That's podcast at johnrkimble.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!